sports fans to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Please show holiday style as we fly right into a Wednesday and hope you guys are have had some great family time and are enjoying a lot of people. Aaron, uh, I've got a lot of friends that are taking the week off, maybe working a little bit from home, but um, that is uh, that is a good thing to do. And uh, it is uh, we're glad that some folks are, you know, kind of out and about listening to us today. Always love hearing from you. If you hear something that you enjoy or or uh, or don't enjoy or you're upset about something we say, you want to respond, the text line is always available to you, 254-662-1660. As we launch into today's program, Aaron, I think it would be appropriate, and this can come back up in Campus Confidential, but let's get a little... Uh, Let's get a little breaking news sounder going, sir. Uh, it's a big quote. All right. Uh, I saw this come across my screen as I was watching Duke and UCF. And, Aaron, the Big 12 is kind of limping through bowl season. You know, we've been braggadocious on some of our uh, – there's been a lot of bravado in recent years about some of the performances by the Big 12 in bowl games. Bears get us off to a rough start, 30-15 loss, UCF, a new Big 12 team, is losing 30-13 right now by Duke. Uh, Oklahoma State takes one on the chin last night, 24-14, leading to a confrontation with a reporter after the game, but with Mike Gundy. We'll talk about that a little bit more at 420. But the breaking news is Texas Tech – has rewarded Coach Joey McGuire, former Baylor great, for a successful debut season by agreeing to a new six-year, $26.6 million contract. Aaron, that almost comes across as, what, four-point-something million a year? Wow. $4.5 million a year. The... Uh, He's led the Raider, Red Raiders to a 7-5 record, entering Wednesday's Tax Act Texas Bowl against Ole Miss. First time the program has defeated both teams in the same season. Uh, talking about Texas and OU. Uh, and, and it's Texas Tech's first winning record in the Big 12 since 2009. Now, Red Raiders, here's what the AD had to say. I firmly believe our best days are still ahead with Coach McGuire at the helm. It was evident throughout this football season that he and his staff are building a culture that will benefit this program for years to come. Coach McGuire will be the first to tell you that his goal is not just to play in a bowl game, but to win championships. 
and I believe we are on that path under his direction. All right? Now, you might say, well, wait, how much more is Joey going to make per season? Well, Aaron, let's see. What do seven wins get you these days? First of all, didn't Texas Tech finish with seven wins last season? They blew, They fired that guy, and, of course, I get it. They beat Texas and OU in the same season, and that certainly counts for something. Joey, I know you're out there as you get ready for your bowl game. Joey does listen to us on a regular basis. The New Deal gives McGuire a pay increase of about $1 million per season. It links the coach to Texas Tech through the 2028 season and includes $100,000 annual raises. Well, that's about like what they do here, Aaron, at, uh, at Eminem Broadcasting. Topping out at $4.6 million in the final season, plus performance bonuses. Uh, McGuire said in a statement, we firmly believe the success our team has experienced this season is the standard for what is yet to come. And it does mention the Bears following, uh, joined Texas Tech following five seasons at Baylor, including the final three as the Bears' associate head coach. Aaron, our man is rich. He's already doing really well as a college football coach. Now he is just flat-out wealthy. You heard that. As this deal comes to a conclusion, it'll end up there around $4.6 million a year. It'll be annually about $4.2, $4.3 million a year. Aaron, I would say as the associate head coach for the Bears uh, and, you know, what he made to stay with Dave Aranda for that one season after he didn't get the job and Aranda got the job. I say one season, the pandemic season. And then he was there for much of the next season. And then he got that job. Uh, I would say, Aaron, he's gone from making probably about $400,000 a year to now $4.3 million a year. I'd say it's pretty good. Uh, Joey's done pretty well. And then if you go back to his time winning state titles, I think he won three of them at Cedar Hill. I would bet he maxed out at Cedar Hill at about, oh, $90,000 $90, or something like that. Maybe he got to 100 at some point. So Joey has uh, – has been able to cash in in a very major way. And, uh, Aaron, I have to admit, I have seen in the aftermath of Baylor's rough uh, ending to the season and the way recruiting went at the end and all that, there have been more than one just uh, of our listeners and Baylor fans who suggest that things have kind of uh, cratered a little bit without Joey involved. Is that fair? Probably not. I mean, I thought Joey made a great impact, and Joey's a good friend. But, you know, Joey, it was Dave who came in, and it was Dave who brought in Jeff Grimes, and, and I think they did an incredible job. Now, do, did Baylor, does Baylor miss Joey? Sure. I mean, Joey's a great coach, great motivator, great speaker, all of that. But uh, I don't I, – I think it's a little bit too much of a reach to try to say, oh, Baylor – 
fell down this season because they don't have Joey. I mean, first of all, he just wasn't in a position to be, he wasn't coordinating either side of the ball. So I think that's too simple. But we do wish him the best and are excited for Joey. Aaron, as you settle in tonight for a little late night, last night was too late. 9.15 is too late to start, even for even for the two of us night owls, uh, Aaron. But tonight is a, a little bit earlier start, 8 p.m., Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. And then the, uh, an hour before, uh, North Carolina is playing on Fox. And that's kind of an interesting game. Aaron, which of those two games – oh, North Carolina and Oregon are getting it on. Oregon, number 15 in the country. Baylor family can get together and root against Oregon after what they did to us. Uh, Aaron, will you spend more time sort of rooting against Oregon or rooting for the Texas Tech Red Raiders this evening? I will spend a lot of time rooting for the Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> no. I, more time rooting for the Red Raiders. I'm trying to be okay. more positive. I'm trying not to be such a hater. It's tough. <laughs> well, <laughs> but no, no, that's uh, that's okay. I really don't like Oregon anyway, and especially yeah. and it, that increased obviously last week. But yeah. yeah, I'll be doing both, all three. Now you brought it up, the Jayhawks and the Arkansas Razorbacks getting it on. I believe that's in Memphis. And and that was a bowl, um, you know, I, I think, Aaron, since Baylor beat Kansas, there was a certain uh, group of Baylor fans and maybe even people in the athletic department who thought the Bears maybe deserved to go to the Liberty Bowl more than the Jayhawks did because Baylor beat Kansas and it should have been, uh, Baylor should have maybe been given preferential treatment for that win. Aaron, from what I was told today, from my buddies who've been paying attention to the build-up to that bowl, they've had all sorts of water issues in Memphis. That has not been a good time in Memphis. Now, I like Memphis. I think there's some fun things about Memphis. I think the history is unbelievable, obviously, with the uh, Civil Rights Museum. And then the whole blues area down on Bill Street. There's a lot of things about Memphis that I really enjoy. But uh, apparently some major issues with water, okay? Now, Aaron, that's not – I mean, so I, I think – I know not everybody was excited about being in Fort Worth. I was. I enjoyed my time in Fort Worth. But uh, I think I think everything has worked out for the best, and uh, we'll see how that unfolds. Aaron, um, I think last I saw the Razorbacks – were favored by like two and a half or three. Arkansas favored over Kansas. Now, Aaron, you're a guy who's been known to throw a bet down or two. Would you would you like to get a piece of that action? If 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 Arkansas is favored by three and a half, which I think it's right around there, would you be tempted to take the Jayhawks? I would with not. the three and a half. <laughs> if, if I was if I was forced to bet on that game, I would give up the points and take Arkansas pretty pretty comfortably. Here's the deal, though. Are we convinced that Arkansas is excited about this bowl game? You got people in the portal. I See, I think the Jayhawks and, and under, under Coach Leipold 
are very excited about this bowl game. So we will uh, keep you posted on that. The Cowboys making their way to Nashville, flying out there today, and uh, and then we'll uh, do their thing and be ready to go tomorrow night. It is Cowboys and the Titans on Thursday night football. Thursday night football has always been kind of fun and weird, but uh, especially now that it's on Amazon Prime. Aaron, are you all Amazoned out? And by the way, do do our local, like for instance, you've noticed, Aaron, that the Dancing Bear Pub has been advertising with us, and boy, I really love, that's a great place. Will the Dancing Bear Pub have the Cowboys game on? Do most bars go ahead and get that Amazon Prime game? I'm just kind of curious as you uh, as you look around the Waco area. Now, Aaron, you're someone that spent a good part of your career working in bars. Do you Does your gut tell you that most bars in the greater Waco, Temple Belton, Mejia, Round Rock areas do have Amazon Prime in their bar? No, it's just, it's one of those weird deals where like you, you know, most people have it at home and most people have Amazon's accounts, I think, but like for sports bar purposes, and it obviously it's gotten a lot bigger in the couple of years streaming on Amazon uh, since I've worked in bars. But as far as I know, like I can think I know pretty well too. And I'm like, I don't know how they would stream the game, I think. You know, because people that work there obviously have Amazon Prime, but there's different yeah. regulations well, and, and laws that affect what you can broadcast I, and things like I, that. I think Amazon does a deal with these bars. I may be wrong, but and, and I'll in fact, now that I think about that, I'll get in touch with Kyle Citrano. Our good friends, of course, uh, Sammy Citrano, Kyle Citrano over at Georgia's. I have a really hard time believing that you could be posted up at George's tomorrow night and you couldn't watch the Cowboys and Titans. That would shock me. I'll ask that question, though. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll text Kyle Citrano, a daily listener, by the way, to the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron, say hello to the Citrano family. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah, Aaron's a big Aaron's fan. A fan. The, big fan of the El Nino. Just going to throw that out there. One of my favorite dishes. What is that? The El Nino? That is a huge baked potato with chicken fried steak, gravy, and cheese on top. That was back before you became thin, Aaron, right? <laughs> I still have it every once in a while. Just You just can't have it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the holidays have not been kind to me. But uh, I did play some tennis today. Okay, and uh, and chase that down with some uh, some gr- uh, grilled cheese and some tater tots. But I got some tennis in, and that was good to be back out there competing. And uh, it was extremely windy out on the courts today, but that's okay. If you're hitting into the wind and you can hit those little drop shots, that can be a dangerous weapon because the wind, you get, you cut the, the, the drop shot into the wind, and then the wind also helps. So it was a uh, my my usual playing partner, Kyle Hickey. Not a good day out there for him, uh, but uh, we had a 
Had a nice time. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, holiday edition. Aaron, did you see that? We're off Monday. Can you believe that? Should we, Aaron, <laughs> should we file a protest? I don't know. I mean, I don't, that's a big day. We need to be talking about the games and everything. But uh, uh, according to a, a memo that I saw, we are off Monday, believe it or not. But we'll be walk, We'll be working all the way through this week and getting you ready for uh, New Year's Eve when you're going to have the semifinal games, you're going to have Baylor women's basketball, Baylor men's basketball, and in fact, representatives from both teams will be on with us tomorrow. Next, we talk about the Oklahoma State Cowboys and a confrontation that occurred between Mike Gundy and a reporter. We let you hear it. We respond next. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on the home of the Bears. Baylor Basketball, back in action Wednesday, December 28th, in the Farrell Center, hosting Nichols. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 7 p.m. tip-off on Wednesday, December 28th. This is the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. In Waco, Texas, we love the holiday season. At home, at work, or out with family and friends. It's simply a special time. From all of us at Jeff Hunter Toyota, we're wishing you a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
Happy New Year from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at lafiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, we're is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority 292-8908. Your need is I priority. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Mavericks storm back while Lucas sets an NBA record 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists to beat the Knicks in overtime at the AAC 126-121. Mavericks have the night off before hosting the Rockets tomorrow night. Dallas Stars beat Nashville 3-2. Big 12 is 0-2 in bowl games. Wisconsin beat Oklahoma State 24-17. Big 12 has two more games today. UCF and Duke started off today in the Military Bowl, Kansas at Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl, Oregon and North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl, and the nightcap Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. One final tune-up for the Baylor Bears before conference play tonight, hosting Nickel State at 7 o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley show <clears throat> rolling through a uh, Wednesday afternoon. And it's been very interesting, Aaron. I've been going over these portal rankings. <clears throat> and they've changed, of course, as people come off the board. And I just sent you one. We could save that for Campus Confidential. But one of the things that I really bothered by is when – a player transfers to their school's biggest rival or one of the biggest rivals. I, to me, that just seems so weird. Of all the places you could go, and you and you go to your school's 
biggest rival. I, I just, it really just hits me all wrong. And, uh, and that has happened. Aaron, any guesses on who's currently ranked as the top transfer portal prospect in the country? And I'll just tell you this. He's a quarterback. I would guess the kid from Coastal Carolina, Grayson. It's a good call. It's a good guess. Grayson McCall is second. The player that's now rated by the Athletic, number one in the portal, is Sam Hartman, the Wake Forest quarterback. And you remember, Aaron, he had some, didn't he have some physical issues there at the first of the year or whatever? Yeah, he missed a uh, few games. Uh, but, uh, wow, listen to this. Four-year starter who ranks number two in the ACC career record books with nearly 13,000 passing yards. And uh, he's become available as a grad transfer uh, they, and as they say, it's about as rare as it gets. So, I, I again, he's been such a great part of that program and a huge leader for them. I don't totally understand why he's going to play elsewhere, but he's made that decision. And for teams like Baylor, who are needing a quarterback in the portal, I mean, you got to get aggressive, and you got to figure out the uh, other schools are stepping up. And they're using their collectives, and they're spending all kinds of money. Um, I'm hoping that what Baylor has to offer is more of, you know, I think Jeff Grimes, I think, uh, I think his plan, and if he, if he has a one of these quarterbacks come and visit, I think Grimes is great at painting his vision, and he would be able to uh, speak to that player. Now, Aaron. There was a late last night after most people had gone to bed because that was a late game. That was the, the kickoff. It was at 9-15. Oklahoma State fought back in that game and ended up losing 24-17. to I believe the final was to Wisconsin. And Luke Fickle was on the sideline for Wisconsin. He's the new head coach there. Jim Leonard did such a great job as the interim. And now Leonard is kind of out there on the market. And, in fact, that name has been uh, at least brought up in relation to Dave Aranda. Would Dave Aranda be interested in uh, Jim Leonard? I think he would, but I think Leonard's going to have NFL opportunities. I mean, he's going to have a lot of opportunities. But last night, after the game, the, um, the Oklahoma State Cowboys had a once-promising season, and they ended – on a bad note. And so they fall to seven and six. And like has been the case for the last couple of seasons, they've got all sorts of people leaving them in the portal. And it, it, so this is kind of the, the buildup to what happened after the game. <clears throat> and this has caused a stir, not only in the, in the reporting community, but people are weighing in with all sorts of uh, their thoughts on this. Here's what we're going to let you do. This is an exchange that happened between an Oklahoma State. Now, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. This is like an Oklahoma State. You know, you have all your little fan sites and all that kind of stuff. This person covers Oklahoma State 
for one of those type sites, right? Is a uh, is a reporter. Does this site belong to anything, Aaron? Like twenty four seven, or is this uh, is this like uh, is this kind of its own independent site? From what you can tell, uh, I will have to look. I'm not okay. I sure. think it's just it's like a cowboy. It's an Oklahoma State type reporter, and you'll hear the question, and then you'll hear what Mike Gundy had to say in return. And this wasn't quite, I'm a man, I'm 40, but Mike Gundy gets very easily offended, and he decided to crack down on this reporter. Let's listen in on what happened last night after the uh, bowl game. I guess this was the guaranteed rate game. With the portal now, staff changes happened earlier and earlier in the year. Um, you haven't made any tier staff yet to anticipate that happening between now and now. I can't. I, I, you're, you're moving the mind. So staff changes are starting to happen earlier and earlier now with the portal um, being a thing. Do, do you anticipate any, making any changes to your staff between now and next season? Do you think I would have to tell you if I was making staff changes? No, but I have well, to. Then why would you ask? Because I have to. It's my job. Okay, well, I might have to cut you out. I mean, don't be an ass. Really? I mean, those, those people's lives, man. Those people's families, right? Okay, don't mess with people's families. Let's do this the right way. You with me on this? I mean, it's not fair to people's families, man. All right, that will conclude our press conference. I'm not mad about the game. I just don't like ignorance. It's a lie. <laughs> I'm not mad about the game. Complete lie. <clears throat> I just don't like, and, and you know, some Oklahoma State fans have been upset that he even said that. That he, they basically said, hey, "I'm not mad about the game, but, but I'm, uh, I just can't, I can't stand ignorance." Now, part of the issue was, and I've seen, I think I have seen a picture. It's a young reporter. the The question was a little unclear, and you knew it was not going to a good place. When and by the way, there's a lot of young reporters. That 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 sounds like old Mosley's the old veteran. No, that guy, the guy we have on sometimes, Drake Toll, is like 22 years old. But the way he handles himself in a press conference, you'd think he was 40 or 50. I mean, he is he is fearless, but sometimes maybe too fearless. But but he does a good job. This guy was nervous, and and so we 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 were headed to the wrong place. Aaron, when Gundy said, I, I think, you know, your mics, you're not talking into your mic or something I, <laughs> like <clears throat> that was the setup that Gundy was about to try to dunk on him. And then the question and again, it, it I know on the audio, it's a little unclear and possibly because there's some nervousness. And I understand that you're going to ask a tough question and maybe you haven't done that a whole lot and you start talking really fast. And that's kind of what happened here. And all he was trying to do, he tried to couch it. One of the things you got to learn as a reporter, you can't like have a bunch of like confusing stuff like, oh, what with the NFL and this happening. What he was trying to say is with the early signing day and NIL, you know, all the stuff that do you, you need to, you know, do you need to be quick? Will there be staff changes? Now, he doesn't, Gunny doesn't have to ask answer that. He can say, well, you know, we'll review everything. That's what almost any coach would say. This question, I can't tell you how many times 
Mike McCarthy has been asked about his future. I can't tell you how many times Jerry Jones has been asked about Mike McCarthy's future over the past two or three seasons. It's constant. And they don't go, oh, my gosh, you know, you're being a, you're being a, 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 a whatever Gundy said. You know, you're being ignorant. You're being a, it's It's a very, and, and I know people have come out today, including Doug Gottlieb, who's a friend of mine, but he's on at Fox, and he's like, everybody knows that's not the time or the place for that. <laughs> well, let me tell you something, Doug. After a game, after a Baylor game, the last game of the season, uh, how 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 long do you think it is before like we're going to get Aranda again? In this case, we we did not the media did not talk to him again until the 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 day before the bowl game. So we had to get into all that stuff. So I I don't I mean I don't think Gundy was going to talk last night and then turn around and maybe do some more media in a couple of days. So I don't think the reporter really did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. Now, the most clear, concise question in the world, Gundy may have shot it out of the water. And when he's in a certain mood, he's going to come at you. And what Gundy loves to do, and he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back. And he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. And some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. I, I don't know. I mean, bullying to me is what happens in schools and is an extremely serious thing. I would like to think that when we go into these uh, situations with coaches that we're, you know, grown up enough to be able to handle anything. I mean, I used to have to ask Bill Parcells questions. You think he didn't get mad at me and bark back on me for stuff? I didn't really take it as, oh, my gosh, he's being a bully. Mike Gundy is just wired at times to be a jerk. And and that's all it is. It's really all it is. Now, the opposite of that is Aranda. Aranda is extremely respectful. And you know what? For the most part, he's so respectful that I think it it – it causes the media to be respectful back to him. And, and I'm not saying we can't ask tough questions, but um, I think when Gundy uh, did that, and then apparently some total, like, Oklahoma State fanboy has come out today, and I can't remember if he's a he's some kind of reporter for one of the radio stations around there. And he was getting on to this reporter. There's a time and a place, and that wasn't the place. Oh, all right. I, I'd like I'd like for SIDs to start posting rules of the time and place we can ask a question about the future of a program. They don't do it. You know, the Baylor SID, football SID, Brent Ingram has been around UTSA. He's been at Kentucky. You know what? He He may think some of our questions or whatever – but he, he never, I've never seen him go up to anybody and, and be like, you know, that was out of bounds. And I've never heard Aranda get all worked up like this. To me, this is something you do when you're ultra sensitive, you lose a game, and you feel like your program is having some problems. You, you act like that to 
appear to your fan base like you're taking up for either your coaches or your players, when really what you're being is just a jerk. Now, there'll be people that hear this and think, oh, Mosley's just taking up for a reporter because I'm a reporter. And that's fine. That's fine. Maybe there's some truth to that. But, you know, I, I've done this for a long, long time, and, and I don't even mind it when – I'll tell you, for instance, the heart – you know, I, I, I liked Ian Kinsler. But Ian Kinsler could be kind of prickly and could be a little bit of a jerk. I didn't mind people coming back at me, especially in kind of one-on-one type deals. I mean, Kinsler would come after me uh, after Rangers games and stuff like that. That's just the way he was wired. And I kind of respected him. I, I didn't matter. What Gundy does is different, though. Gundy likes to wait until he has the so-called bully pulpit and then try to, try to you know, do a spike on a reporter. And in this case, I think he just came across as a jerk. All right, Aaron, you agree or disagree, by the way? I agree a hundred percent. It's just I don't I don't like I don't like bullies. I, I do I, I that's what it was like to me because it was a young kid and he look there's I'll give you a perfect example and you talked about Coach Aranda, but when they, he was asked that question about losing the bowl game and then having a couple of players transfer out and then losing a couple of big commitments all in the same couple of days, it would have been real easy for him to react negatively to that question. But he didn't. He answered it thoughtfully, and uh-huh. it was a very insightful and, gr- and a great answer to that question, to a really tough question. And it's, I, I don't expect every coach to be like that, but I do expect them not to attack reporters. And I'm like you, I'm not – I don't stick up for all reporters. If they do something wrong, I'll be the first one to call them out for it. But he didn't do anything wrong. And the other people saying there's a time and a place, you're absolutely right. Well, when is it? Because they're not uh-huh. going to talk to him for another month, maybe, you know, until the next signing period. Uh, that's think, a distinct possibility. So it's just, it's ridiculous. Do you think Gundy should learn how to do one of those Arandas where he just says, I appreciate the question? Don't you think that would that would help everything to calm calm the Oklahoma State people down? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it is time for Campus Confidential, the latest in the portal, the latest in all of college football, and an update. The Kansas Jayhawks are up and running. Uh, Jayhawks versus uh, the Razorbacks bowl game going on right now. We'll give you an update on it all next. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by WFAA-TV Channel 8's Joe Trahan. It feels to me that there are certainly times when Keller just gets too cute. We have seen this offense at its best when they are mixing in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. Zeke's hitting them right in the mouth. Pollard's hitting them on the perimeter. And then Dak mixes in play-action passing. And when you get away from the formula that we have seen has been so successful, this offense goes the wrong way. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central. Texas. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion Foundation's annual membership drive. 
Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations, plus you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers. Poured in a relaxed watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and a large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers. Plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub. 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag sip em beers. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. 
330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Mavericks storm back while Lucas sets an NBA record 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists to beat the Knicks in overtime at the AAC 126-121. Mavericks have the night off before hosting the Rockets tomorrow night. Dallas Stars beat Nashville 3-2. Big 12 is 0-2 in bowl games. Wisconsin beat Oklahoma State 24-17. Big 12 has two more games today. UCF and Duke started off today in the Military Bowl. Kansas at Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl. Oregon and North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl. And the nightcap Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. One final tune-up for the Baylor Bears before conference play tonight, hosting Nickel State at 7 o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, we are here for you today and uh, want to keep, keep you uh, caught up on all these bowl games. And to do that and to talk about all things going on in college football right now. It is Aaron Sexton standing by. Texas Tech has rewarded Coach Joy McGuire for his successful first season with a new six-year, $26.6 million contract. The school announced today McGuire led the Red Raiders to a 7-5 and record this year, including beating Texas and Oklahoma. The first time the program has defeated both teams in the same season and Tech's first winning record in the Big 12 since 2009. The new deal gives McGuire a pay increase of about $1 million per season. It also links the coach to Texas Tech through 2028 and tops out at $4.6 million in the final season plus performance bonuses. So Coach McGuire got the bag, as the kids say. <laughs> well, I'm uh, happy for Joey. And I know some Baylor people think, oh, man, Baylor's struggling because Joey's gone. And uh, that's okay. I mean, people can think what they want to think. I don't necessarily think that's the case, but I do think he had a great run with the Bears and uh, certainly was uh, had, a, had a really good way about him in recruiting. So I get all that. I get why there's some feeling like that. But uh, main thing I am is just kind of excited for Joey. Uh you know, we don't have to always make it about ourselves, Baylor. We do it a lot because we are the flagship. But Joey was one of us, spent five years with the Bears, and he's gone on to uh, to do some nice things. And, you know, part of me thinks, oh, my gosh, okay, you got to give him like a, a million-a-year raise based on winning seven games. But what you said, the, the most important part of that, Aaron, was – the fact that he beat University of Texas in OU. And that's just not something Tech did even under Leach. And the fact that he was able to do it at a time when both schools and both programs are getting ready to go and go to the SEC gave the fan base, the Tech fan base, an immense amount of pride. And it's not just about winning on the field. Joey has been somewhat of a rainmaker for Texas Tech. 
and the, the, the donations have come flying in, and they're doing some nice things in their end zone complex and all those different things. And uh, so I think um, in facilities, I think that Joey has brought more than just some winning ways to Lubbock. So good for him. I'm happy for him. In fact, I was kind of mad at myself today, Aaron. It you know snuck up on me, this tech game, because generally I would have liked to have had um, Joey on to uh, talk about the bowl game. We'll get him on soon. <clears throat> we'll get him on like, oh, who knows, spring football or something like that. We'll have Joey on, and, and uh, always good to always good to catch up with uh, Joey McGuire. But congratulations to Joey and the entire McGuire family. You mentioned it, but Texas Tech is playing in a, in their bowl today. One of four bowls today. Earlier, the Military Bowl featuring Duke and USC. Duke beat future Big Twelve member Central Florida thirty to thirteen. Right now. Kansas leads Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl, 7-3. That's about halfway through the first quarter. At 7 o'clock, number 15, Oregon takes on North Carolina in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. And then the aforementioned Texas Tech Red Raiders will take on Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss in the Tax Act Texas Bowl tonight at 8 o'clock. The uh, Holiday Bowl will be on Fox at 7 and... uh, the Texas Bowl will be on ESPN at 8. So two current and technically three Big 12 teams in action today in bowls. You ever, is it ever kind of funny to you that Fox pays this huge money that they do for college football and all the games? And, and when you really break it down, how many bowl games does Fox get? Like two? Yeah, I mean, like ESPN is the bowl network, except for yeah. like maybe five out of the 40-something. I just, I just feel like if you pay that much money for for college football, you might want to get a few bowl games. But they'll have the Holiday Bowl, and we can all gather and root against the evil Oregon people. If you're If you're trying to remember the name of the man who came in and stole Austin Novosad away from us, his name is Will Stein. He came from UTSA. But uh, I got to say, there's a lot of there's karma in this world. And the way, and again, I don't wish ill will. Certainly, I, I, you know, I want the guy to go on and do fine. But the Novosad family did not handle that very well at all. And, and I blame the parents more than I blame the kid, honestly. I mean, it, it was like they were at. Disney World or something, going around the guy. The dad wears his Bermuda socks real high, and I mean, just goof. Uh, just anyway, Aaron. I keep going down that road, and I don't mean to. I'm gonna at some point. I'm gonna shut the door. I'm gonna shut the book on the Novosad family, and we're gonna move on. But uh, I just, I just feel like they're. It's it's kind of a ridiculous deal that they did to to not only commit but then recommit and go through all this drama. And then run off to Oregon. You know, good luck. Best of luck to you uh, in Oregon. Uh, Aaron, by the way, I've got the game on in front of me. You probably have it on in studio. The Jayhawks have taken a 7-3 lead uh, halfway through the first quarter in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see this one because I think, I think Kansas is going to put up quite a fight. Aaron, you do not... You have uh, 
you were in, you were encouraging our gamblers <laughs> to not bet on Kansas. But I I liked I like uh, oh oh man they just dropped one. I'm sorry. I can't do play by play. Your Tom will get mad at me. But uh, Kansas just uh, just almost had a chance for a for a big time uh, takeaway, and the guy could not hang on to it. But uh, that's a good to me. This is the this is the perfect random bowl game. It's just sitting around on December twenty eighth or whatever today is on a Wednesday afternoon. Now, preferably, I'd be off. But that's okay. I can sit here and watch it while I'm doing radio. Okay, I'm a multitasker. Is that right, Aaron? Is that is that accurate? Um, but you can sit here. This is a good. This is a to me. This is a good mindless bowl watching. The Arkansas Razorbacks versus Kansas because we're all sort of like mildly interested. But if you took a nap, it wouldn't be the end of the world. You can just take a little nap, wake back up, be ready to go. Big Twelve, zero and two in bowl games so far. Aaron, let me tell you who's having a, a good run in the bowl games. ACC, off to a 3-0 and start in bowl games. Big 12, don't tell your mark. Your mark's going to be upset. Um, all right, well, Kansas just gave it right back to the Razorbacks. Aaron, it is time, uh, we always look forward to it, to get to visit with one of my heroes and one of the great all-time Baylor Bears, none other then J.J. Joe, he returns to the Matt Mosley Show next. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The pass rush has just one sack the past three games, and Michael Parsons gets a little prickly when asked about it. You'll hear his response right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. This afternoon, we're heading on the Cowboys team charter to Nashville for Thursday night football at the Tennessee Titans, where rookie quarterback Malik Willis is taking over for the injured Brian Tannehill, and Willis will be the target of the vaunted Cowboys pass rush, which has 49 sacks this year, but only one in the past three games combined. Michael Parsons leads the Cowboys with 13 sacks, but he was defensive yesterday when asked about the pass rush. People forget we're playing against the uh, league's best. We're not playing against major football players, but we could just throw him out the way and sack the quarterback so fast. But, uh, you know, if anybody wants to take my job and step in my shoes, you're more than welcome. I'll hand it over and see how you do. Kickoff tomorrow night is 7:15 Central. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. 
What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. The Source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And now proud to be joined by former Baylor great J.J. Joe. You hear him on the radio. Does a great job analyzing the Bears. And he's a man, much like myself, that enjoys watching a a random bowl game uh, during the holidays as we sit here on, I believe, Wednesday (laughs) the 28th. J.J., are you you watching this Kansas-Arkansas matchup? And and, uh, with huge implications, by the way. For these two six and six programs, hey Moses, it's good. It's good to visit with you. I thought you had forgotten about me. You know, I 
season ends and I didn't hear from you, but uh, <laughs> uh, hey, not not today. I'm not. I'm actually I actually had to work today, so I I couldn't cut away and watch uh, the bowl game. But trust me, if I was at home uh, and just hanging out, I, I would flick it on. It would be background noise at least. Yeah. Well, the Razorbacks team you you used to face on an annual basis just dialed one up uh, and made a house call. And uh, Matt Landers Uh-oh. with a 59-yard uh, receiving touchdown, and it appeared to happen when a Kansas Jayhawk fell down the other night. Now, J.J., please tell me that uh, at that game the other night where the temperatures were about 10 degrees outside, it felt like zero or about two below uh, with the wind chill factor. Did you and John, I'm hearing rumors that y'all left the the window up uh, or excuse me, I guess the window down, and, and generally you like to kind of hear the atmosphere, open things so you can kind of see everything really well. Is is Are there truth to these rumors that uh, that you kept the window down during this frigid ball game the other night? Hey, uh, now I know that was a rumor, and uh, I typically would – would respond and give you give you the intel, but I'm not going to do that, uh, Matt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, hey, the windows. JMO agreed for the windows to be down, not down. I mean, closed. Like we were in yeah, warmth. Yeah. Normally, JMO is a guy. No matter what the environment is like, he wants the feel of outdoors. I, I asked him on I think the day before the game. Hey, dude, we have to make sure the windows are closed. And he acquiesced. I, I was glad that he did. Well, uh, I tell you, that was a that was a rough one. And I'm sure JJ, for a guy that loves offense like you do, that was difficult to watch and and even talk about. Bears go 0 for 11 on third down. Pretty rare when something like that happens. Did not get anything going in the uh, in the run game. JJ, how much of that game? Did that have to do with the elements? And how much of that had to do with kind of what Coach Aranda said? There just wasn't much juice coming from the offensive side of the ball. What did you, um, now that you've had a little chance to think about it some more, what, what, what did you observe in that game? Well, Mo, to me it really looked like it was a continuation of the season. It was just, you know, they, the guys had, what, maybe 20, 25 days off or whatever it was, the break yeah. in the last game in the bowl game. And and it just looked like it was a continuation. You just don't fix anything in 30 days when you play, you know, 12 ball games. So, they start, you know, it's like most of our games, it seemed like we started out, we were competitive, we kept it close. But, you know, we just couldn't, we couldn't find the button to push when we needed a play to be made. And it was the antithesis of, you know, our, our 21 season. It's just, you know, we used up a lot of mojo. And we just, man, it just, both sides, when we needed to make a play, no one could step up and make a play. Or we just made a, a bonehead mistake. And it just, it, you know, once things got going downhill, what I saw, you know, you just, you know, no one stopped the bleeding. And it, that was just mm-hmm. kind of the story of the whole season. Man, it's been a tough one, J.J., and uh, to finish – six and seven and then the 48 hours that included losing that quarterback Austin Nova side uh JJ that's a uh, you having committed to the Bears all those years ago um you you know what a quarterback means to a class and 
there was a lot made of this kid uh, and, and the impact he was going to have on the 2023 class. To lose someone, especially at the last minute like that, can really have an impact on the psyche of your program. Now, have you been able to move forward and try to find the silver lining? <laughs> I mean, I, I, to me, you have to find somebody in the portal now. And, 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 and the guy you find, he better be someone that comes in and competes with Shapin because obviously Shapin had some struggles this season. Well, first of all, losing Novosad, what do you think that yeah, can that, do to a program? Well, you know, I mean, it, you know, of course, our ranking, I think our ranking fell, you know, quite a bit because they put so much on the QB position. And, that, and, that's, that, and that goes without saying, I mean, that's a very important position, and we, we know it. And now, you know, we lost him. I mean, it, you know, was it surprising to me on the night before? But once you hear Oregon is coming in and they've lost their quarterback, you yeah. know, with the new element of the NIL, um, man, you know, Phil Knight is probably – he's probably got a couple of, couple of uh, you know, kind of Nike stock, you know, put in the family's, uh, 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 you know, investment account. It's just all, you know, <laughs> Katie bar the door, right? <laughs> so, so, but I, I say this. I do know how important it is. But when I came in, Mose, I was so important that I had three other quarterbacks to recruit with me. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that'll tell you something there, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, I, it was. It was just bad timing because it happened the day before. And then, you know, he left. And then we go and we play bad in the bowl game. Shapin didn't play, his, didn't play great either. But no one played great. So it just sounds, it just seems like it's compounding for us. And I said this all along, Mose. I just think that. Hey, look, I mean, Chapin has to get better. If if Novosad was playing, that that really hurts you for 24-25. If Novosad was under center next season, we'd be back in the Armed Forces Bowl. And I don't think that's the goal of of of, of this program. Interesting. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, uh, and, and isn't, it, isn't it funny, instant gratification, instant, we wanted, everybody wanted Chapin to be the guy we saw in the first half of the uh, of the of the Big Twelve Championship game, it's like, wait a second. Everybody's predicted us to win the conference. It was almost kind of like he was just supposed to roll out there and be great, and and then people were shocked that there were a bunch of peaks and valleys along the way. Um, I, I I wonder where where you think that uh, JJ that uh, that uh, Blake Shapen has the most room to grow because you were very on top of why they chose him uh, because of what he could do in the throw game, uh, his accuracy, his arm. It, it opened up the offense more. Interestingly, what they lost was the, the more of the running quarterback in Gary, Gary Bohannon. What do you think Blake has to try to figure out uh, this spring and heading into next season? Well, like, like most quarterbacks, the first thing you can improve on every year is decision-making and understanding. I said this, you know, or like a quarterback learns, especially after that first year of starting. Once you've started for a full year, you've seen everything that a defense will do to you for the next however many years you get to play. Uh, now, it's incumbent on Blake, number one, to get into the video room to see how defenses defended Baylor and to be better prepared next year when the game plan comes out of what's the answer. Every defense has an answer 
But the quarterbacks who have experience, all of a sudden, they know the they know the answer to the test. They know, oh, if he throws this to me or change to this coverage, this is where the ball goes. To me, sometimes Blake got stuck. He made a few mistakes. He got a little bit. He got a little bit gun shy, and then all of a sudden, he, he was hesitant. And once you become hesitant as a quarterback, you're dead. I mean, and that and that I think that's what happened to him. So I think he gets better at understanding what defenses are doing to him, and then he has to. The next thing, he has to clean up his, his fundamentals. I mean, his feet were off from his, you know, kind of his motion sometimes. And I don't want to get technical on here, but, you know, he's mm-hmm. a baseball guy, you know, and yeah. he grew he grew up throwing the ball side arm, not having his feet and everything lined up. And when you're playing Division One football, you know, you can get away with that sometimes. But there's only one or two Pat Mahomes, you know what I'm saying? So you can't, you can't consistently get away with that and not make mistakes. As a matter of fact, in that bowl game, we saw the mistakes. His feet didn't come with him, and I think he had um, – I forgot who he had. I don't know if it's Kelsey John. He had one un- underneath throw. Uh may have been actually a running back. He he airmailed it. He threw it over the running back. They get the pick, and we were threatening the score. That's all fundamental. That's stuff that's correctable to me. If he flips his hips, dumps the ball down, we at least get the point. So he, he has some stuff to clean up most, but that's no different than any other first-year starting quarterback. And I think he can. But yeah, it it helps if he has competition. I I just I remember you being I mean you were on point from the start. I did not remember thinking <clears throat> JJ has some things to clean up when you were down there in Aggie Land and Grant held you back a little bit from going down and winning that game. Uh, we were all like, let JJ get out there and cook. It is J.J. Joe joining the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, over the holidays. Uh, Here we are Wednesday. And by the way, J.J., this Kansas team, I'm afraid the Big 12 is going to fall to 0-3. Just out there turning the ball. ball. Oh, they're turning the ball over like crazy. They're driving it, but they're turning it over. And our old buddy Kendall Bryles is, I mean, he's he's got this thing cooked up. And the Hogs act like they want to be there. I thought I thought this would get, be a game where KU would be way into it, and they are, but they're just making all kinds of uh, uh, turnovers and that kind of thing. JJ, I what do you think about the defensive coordinator? I haven't got to talk to you since that decision was made. That's an interesting one, and even his answers were interesting in the sense that they seem to be wanting somebody who connects with the players. He brought up, he, he I mean, it, it's almost kind of like scheme and all those things are secondary to someone who can relate to the players better, all that kind of thing. And and so uh, I, I don't think he really meant to talk poorly about Ron Roberts, but in him answering those questions, it couldn't help but lead us down the path of saying, okay, for whatever reason, he didn't feel like Ron was connecting with these players. Um, what do you what What do you sense, and do you, what do you think Dave Aranda is looking for in this next defensive coordinator? You know, so, I mean, sometimes you you know the relationship runs its course, and because you know Ron Roberts got a great job at Auburn. I mean, he's a fantastic defensive coach. Uh, I think that goes without uh, saying. Uh, but I think you know Coach Aranda said it the whole season. He had several interviews with post-game interviews with me and J-Mo, uh, where he said, you know, he doesn't want – he says, you know, we can't weaponize – and he's talking about players that we can't weaponize poor performance. And he said it multiple times in multiple yeah. interviews. I mean, I know I remember at least three when he talked about weaponizing poor performance. And so 
the funny thing about Iran is he tells you, Mose, what yeah. he's paying attention to, what he's communicating. And I think the end of the season, you know, you're not going to let a defensive coordinator go with one challenging season. So I think what we see here is that he's saying, look, you know, we, you know, it's not that we can't hold these guys accountable, but, you know, the way you connect to Mose, the player of the 2020s, it's totally different from how you connect to a player and get good, great performance out of a guy or a player from the 1990s or the 2000s even. So, and I think he told us, and I think there was probably some challenges on that front. So I don't worry about X's and O's because you got a Randa there. I mean, I mean, he, had that, he, he sleeps defense. So, you know, we'll, we'll find someone good. All right. Well, hey, by the way, when you first got to Baylor, was uh, Cotton still there or was he – I feel like maybe he his um, he retired maybe around the time you were at Baylor. Was Cotton Davidson still on staff when you first arrived on campus? Man, he sure was, man. And I, you know, I heard about Coach Davidson's passing uh, last week, and I, yeah, he was. He was actually the receivers coach. Did a little. He did a few play calls as well. But Davidson was there. I think uh, a redshirt year, so he was there four of my five years. Okay. Because uh, he left with Taft, so yeah, hate, 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 hate to see Coach Davidson uh, pass away, but uh, but I mean, he he's a fantastic man and great coach. All right, JJ, uh, great to catch up with you as the Razorbacks continue to drive and are threatening to go up twenty four seven over our beloved oh, wow. Jayhawks. Yeah, and this will be an zero and three start for the uh, for the good. Big Twelve. Yeah, Texas Tech. We'll have to play for our pride, our Big 12 pride. And by the way, Joey, uh, you've been, I know you've been busy uh, today. Joey got a big, fat contract extension. Joey McGuire. Well, hey, so, mm-hmm. He goes seven and five his first year, does he? Recruited well. That's what they needed. They needed a recruit over there. And, hey, they may have hit the jackpot with old Joey. All right. Well, we uh, that's uh, that's certainly the way it looks like. So we're happy for Joey. Good guy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all right, JJ. Well, listen. Have a great Happy New Year to you. Okay. And um, hey, you as I well, hope, Mose. <clears throat> Okay. My my New Year's resolution is to have you on even more in 2023. <laughs> all right. Hey, that's a good one, my friend. You have a blessed New Year, man. And take care. All right, same to you. There he goes. J.J. Joe, legendary bear and uh, my former classmate and an all-around great guy joining the Matt Mosley Show. Another great guy, Chuck Cooperstein, who called a momentous Mavericks game last night. Unbelievable performance by Luka. We discuss it with the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, Chuck Cooperstein, next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Cameron Jack of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball, number 12 in the nation, back in action tonight in the Farrell Center. We'll preview the Bears and the Nichols Colonels coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. 
Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks this holiday season, then shop Alan Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Say big during the big finish sales event this month on the new 2022 Chrysler 300 Touring L with total values up to $4,000 plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Hurry in and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Alan Samuels in Waco. Kids can now join the Baylor Cub Club, the official kids club of Baylor Athletics, presented by Green Eye Associates. Fans 12 and under can register for the low cost of $25 and gain exclusive benefits and access to Baylor athletic events. Members receive free admission to select events, exclusive giveaway access, and their own membership package. To register your cub, please visit BaylorBears.com slash Cub Club. Registration closes December 7th, so sign up today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Welcome back. And with the Christmas break in the rearview mirror and the start of Big 12 conference play just three days away, Scott Drew and the 12th-ranked Baylor basketball team in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center. Baylor at 9-2 on the season, hosting the Nichols Colonels out of the Southland Conference tonight. Here is Coach Drew on getting the team back in short prep time after the Christmas break. We were really blessed. Got everybody back yesterday. Um, so, nah, knock on wood. Uh, tough because you're playing. Uh, uh, you only have one day of practice. Then today's practice has to be a little bit lighter because you're playing tomorrow. Um, so uh, it's always challenging, but first and foremost, get everybody here. We did that, and then uh, had a good practice, have a good one today, and get ready for a tough Nichols team. The good thing is each and every day uh, our guys have to get better in practice because the competition's really good. We have good uh, uh, upperclassmen leadership. They do a great job talking to the, the, the young guys and new guys, and uh, uh, because of that, I mean, uh, uh, Keontae and Josh being two uh, uh, freshmen have really, really improved, especially on the defensive end, uh, made uh, great strides, and uh, that's part of why we've been successful, and uh, hopefully uh, they keep on that uh, – uh, projectile up because uh, it's it's impressive how far they've come and how much they've improved. Scott Drew and the Bears in action tonight versus Nichols in the Farrell Center on the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight beginning at straight up 7 o'clock on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Then the Baylor men open Big 12 play Saturday on the road in Ames against Iowa State. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from the Farrell Center. And have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Happy New Year from the John Morris Show. Weekdays 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. 
Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at mayatfuels.net. That's mayatfuels.net. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 with $5,000 down cash rate. ATL electricity for details. It's the holiday savings event at Richard Gard. Qualified buyers get a 2014 GMC Acadia Denali or a 2014 Buick Enclave with three roads and leather for only $224 a month or a 2018 Chevy Equinox for $238 a month. Find a dozen vehicles under $23,000 with every vehicle put through a 172-point inspection. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the holiday pre-owned savings event at Richard Gard. At Richard Gard, we give you more wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Mavericks storm back while Lucas sets an NBA record 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists to beat the Knicks in overtime at the AAC 126-121. Mavericks have the night off before hosting the Rockets tomorrow night. Dallas Stars beat Nashville 3-2. Big 12 is 0-2 in bowl games. Wisconsin beat Oklahoma State 24-17. Big 12 has two more games today. UCF and Duke started off today in the Military Bowl. 
Kansas at Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl, Oregon and North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl, and the nightcap Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. One final tune-up for the Baylor Bears before conference play tonight, hosting Nickel State at 7 o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, batted around. It's taken by Luca. He hits, he hits with a second to go as he hits the deck. Tied at 115. It worked. It totally worked. Inbounded quickly. Three quarter court. Wide left. Overtime. There he was on the uh, Mavs Radio Network, 97.1, The Freak. And uh, Chuck Cooperstein with the call. Chuck joining us now. And, uh, Chuck, your voice always holds up well. You're able to kind of guide it throughout the season. But, boy, today, what a what an incredible – I mean, I was already excited about the Knicks game. But, of course, it was about Brunson and his return. And then he doesn't play. And then it ends up being one of the most amazing regular season uh, games we've ever seen. And, of course – from Luca, I understand from seeing on Twitter earlier, uh, Chuck. It took you, took you a little while to uh, to finally drift off to sleep last night. Is that correct? Yeah, we didn't do too well trying to get to sleep last night. Uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a whole bunch of things running through your mind and replaying everything. And uh, you know, I've been asked a lot today. Was is this the greatest one ever? And well, no, it's not the greatest ever because nothing will ever top the uh, the NBA championship of 2011. But uh, as Bum Phillips used to say about Earl Campbell when he was asked about the ranking of running backs back in the day, Bum used to say, it doesn't take long to call roll before you get to Earl's name. And so that's, <laughs> that, that, that's pretty much where this one is up there. It's definitely in the pantheon of, uh, of the greatest regular season games uh, I've seen in, in 18 years of doing this. Just remarkable on every level and just think i mean the mavericks were that close again to losing to a team that was Mm -hmm. playing without two of their very best players no brunson was already out rj barrett was gone 95 seconds into the game uh didn't come back i mean he'd been averaging 26 a game of late he'd been on fire and it was you know it was left to randall and all of a sudden quentin grimes shows up and showed why everybody wanted him in college because the way he could shoot the ball uh never shot it like that until we got to the American Airlines Center last night, and I mean, you're you're 33 seconds away from uh, just wondering again, how does this happen? How do they lose to teams that are <laughs> so shorthanded? And this time, Luca decided, for the most part, with some help, he got a, a big three from Wood and a big three from Dinwiddie, uh, but basically, he decided that uh, they were not going to lose in that situation anymore, yeah, or at least well, on that night. <laughs> It was uh, phenomenal, and it's fun to hear it again, hear your call, and, and watching that thing last night. I hope people, uh, and I bet we'll, I bet there were people, they might not admit to it, Coop, that with that, like you said, with a minute to go, at 33 seconds, it's nine. It just, they had been pecking away at that thing throughout much of the game and really couldn't, you know, they got within whatever, five, six. They got to within four. They got, they got four, four yeah. 99.95, and, you know, Thibodeau okay. had to take a timeout. Like midway through the fourth, and you think, okay, you know, they're they're making the push, and you you thought they might make the push, but you know, they they never really a, ever got it into a true 
clutch situation until the last 30 seconds of the game. There was just nothing that indicated that they were going to win that game for 47 minutes and 33 seconds. Nothing. <laughs> or, or 27 seconds. Let me do yeah. yeah, It was never my strong suit in this. <laughs> you could tell when you get to overtime, if you do all that, then you go. You got to go ahead and complete it. And the Knicks... <coughs> The Knicks were shell shocked once it once it kind of all that that started hitting them and and then even to see Randall's face, you know, and he's been playing really well lately and all. But you just going in that overtime period, you just were like, okay, they're done. They well, are absolutely. They were, both, they were both exhausted though. Yes, I mean, the, yes. Usually, a lot of times you can say that team is shell shocked, but yeah. just last week, uh, you know, the Mavericks were in Cleveland and Kemba Walker, you know, blows by. Jared Allen and hits a layup with three and a half seconds to go to force overtime. And that, you know, the Mavericks are incredibly shorthanded that night too, you mm-hmm. know, and, the, and, you know, Luca wasn't playing and they, they found a way to get that game to overtime. And very similarly to last night, both teams played very few players. So they were absolutely drained. I mean, the Mavericks made one basket in overtime and that was Luca's turnaround with a minute seven to go. And they made nine of ten from the foul line. That's how they got their eleven points. I mean, the, yeah. those those guys were flushed, man. They couldn't get anything done. And so, <laughs> you know, you can say, Matt, that both teams had reason to think when they went to overtime. Well, yeah, we we can win this, uh, but it wouldn't be surprising if they lost it because neither had anything left in the tank. Yeah, absolutely. Chuck Cooperstein joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Luca ends up with 60 uh, points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists in 47 minutes. Uh, he just did it all. I mean, from a regular season standpoint, um, putting this in perspective, Coop, I guess Dirk had the, what, 53-point game. Uh, I think back even before you were doing the games when uh, uh, Aguirre, especially that one year, I feel like they didn't include him in the uh, all-star team. Right. He had like 49 Against Philadelphia, there was it was yeah. that night he found out he didn't make it and he was mad and he was going to take it out on somebody and he took it out on Philadelphia that night. But this just tops it all. I mean, this was just unbelievable and and to already be at fifty, which is amazing, and then still on top of that, do all that he did down the stretch. I mean, think about that, Coop. How often does it actually work? I mean, you've called uh, you've called a lot of those in the games where you've got to purposely miss one. He kind of looks back at the bench to kind of think, okay, what are we going to do? Here comes Javel McGee, who hasn't played the entire game. Okay, Javel, get in there and and, and help and, and help uh, this process. Try to get the rebound and for it to go to uh, Luca. Wasn't that a funny reaction that he had? And I I don't know if he was. It was just pure joy, or also knowing Luca, he was probably trying to claim that he got fouled <laughs> on well, the I, on, I on the follow. I thought, Quentin, I thought Quentin Grimes actually fouled him. I really did. Did you? Uh, yeah. Now I, I, you know, looking at it again, I could, you know, I could see why the officials wouldn't blow their whistle, and even if he was fouled, the likelihood of them blowing the whistle would have been extraordinarily low, you know, in a scramble situation like that. But let's face it, too, the Knicks had. Two players with hands on the ball. Randall had the first hands on it. Grimes had the second. Neither could hold it. And Luca did grab it and was able to score. Yeah. And that fun reaction to it, um, just uh, just remarkable. And the place just went crazy. I love Luca saying afterwards that he was going to 
he was maybe going to go have a beer. Get a recovery <laughs> beer, yeah. <laughs> he was going to go uh, get a recovery beer. And as you said, I mean, I you know, it's just you never know. I think you were quoting uh, Bob Ryan, um, right. you know, uh, mm-hmm. who all you know for all those years, the Boston Globe. It, it talked about arriving at the arena, and you never know. Uh, what you might see. You're probably going to see something you've maybe never seen before. But, but Coop, even in your wildest dreams, you weren't planning on seeing you, you, No, you're not seeing 60-21-10. <laughs> and 10. No. I was, not, uh, I was not putting that one uh, in the, at the top of the odds list uh, when the night began. I mean, yeah. just, just, just incredible. Just, you know, the league's been in existence for 76 years. We've never seen anything like this. And you know what, Matt? They may be in existence for another 76 years, and we might not see another night like this. It, yeah, it's, it, just, it, it's the greatest part of the job. It really is, because you know, every night you're describing history. One way or another, you're describing history happening before you. The, the thing is that there are some nights that history is a lot more notable than other nights, and mm-hmm. this was one of those nights. In, in the names... Um, uh, that that he that he tops. I mean, there uh, Wilt Chamberlain and Elgin Baylor, uh, both <laughs> known for you know just uh, just crazy single game type things, seasons worth of huge numbers. But to do something like that, I mean, and and to go past them and now to stand alone, you're right. This is going to be something only he does. And and we keep wondering, okay, how does he top that? Well, he may not top this from an individual standpoint, and and um, I I just I I, I just wonder, uh, Coop. I mean, <laughs> he's young, and and he obviously responds well, and they try to manage him, and they true try to sit him um, uh, occasionally. But I mean, he's carrying a lot of this right now, and he already was, but now with Brunson gone, and I mean, this is. Uh, what what they're asking? I was looking at those numbers, like what the percentage of the offense, of course, that yeah. he initiates and that he's involved with. It's like really unlike almost anybody else in the NBA. What he's yeah. asked to do on a nightly basis, and you wonder, okay, <laughs> that's got to wear him down at some point. And I guess that's why it's up to Kid. He's got to find ways to manage it. But for, if you're Jason Kid, you can't afford. I mean, it's almost scary just like at the end of a quarter or the first of the fourth quarter, uh, you know, to, to have him over on the bench. It's like, oh, my gosh, this game could get out of control in the next minute if we don't watch it. Well, and that's why, Jason, that's why Luka Doncic played exactly all the 12 seconds of the second half in overtime. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't taken out and 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 look and you're right Matt I mean it is it is an issue I mean it's a, it's a but the, you know the funny thing everybody talks about Brunson and you know how have you know they haven't replaced Brunson in many ways they have replaced Brunson Spencer Dinwiddie's taken on that role and he's been great I mean he really has been terrific uh you know he's shooting at a Brunson level He's passing, you know, even better than Brunson. Assist to turnover ratio is fantastic. You know, much better than three to one. Uh, you know, that that's a winning number every time. The problem for the Mavericks is they've not replaced Dinwiddie. Yeah. They've not replaced what Dinwiddie does. You know, did coming off the bench last year is that third real option. You know, to allow them to have two significant ball handlers and playmakers on the floor at the same time. And you no, know, that's that's the. That's the conundrum they find themselves in uh, with basically two months to get 
get somebody in there or to make a decision on someone before you've got basically have to set your playoff roster. So, uh, you know, that play, those are, would be eligible to the playoffs. So, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you the time's running out. I mean, there's definitely time to do something, but at the mm-hmm. same time, uh, you know, in, it, the one thing that helps Luca is that he's, you know, he'll be 24 years old on February 28th, right? It's not like he's 30 years old and having all of this foisted upon him. Uh, he's 23. He, he's in great shape. Clearly, uh, he can handle all this. Uh, but uh, it, it is an awful lot to ask. But I think it's even more mental than it is physical at this point. Yeah. Even if we played 48 minutes last night, and it's to me, it's just the knowledge that every time I've got the ball in my hands, you know, I've got to make the right decision. You know, there, there's yeah. just so little room for error right now with this team, and with and frankly, with him because of that. And the fact of the matter is he's doing that. He's, he's absolutely living up to that. It's, it is truly extraordinary to watch. And look, you know, it, it's way too early for MVP talk. And frankly, you know, I get tired of MVP talk, especially when they do it after the first week of the season and it never stops. But there are a lot of compelling cases. Uh, and you, you look at, at Jokic and the fact that uh, he's like, uh, he's like plus 25 and is on off. Uh, number for 100 possessions like the there are plus 10 when he's on the floor there are minus 15 when he's off the floor you know in the 12 minutes per game that he's off the floor which is just absurd right and and, and Luke is the same way I mean it, not not to that extent you know Curry's yeah. the only other one really that that's close when it comes to something like that but you know to me you know that's the ultimate in value but still you look at Denver's team and Denver has players who are you know very much uh, you know, have been at an all-star level or close to an all-star level. Uh, and, and right now, I mean, the, the Mavericks, the Mavericks have a lot of above average players they, they, to go along with a true superstar. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's something that they, they, it's working. They, Luca makes it work. That, that's mm-hmm. the incredible part of it. Luca makes it work to the extent that every time that he's on the floor, that team has a chance to win. And that's that's all you can really ask out of anyone. And you know, wherever the chips fall, as far as that whole MVP thing goes, uh, you know, hey, that that's what will happen. But you know, any anyone that suggests that you know he's doing this, uh, you know, just to be selfish, or he you know he doesn't make others better or anything like that, he made Jalen Brunson better. He's making Spencer Dinwiddie better. He's making a whole lot of people better. He made Dorian Finney-Smith better. You know, he's he made Reggie Bullock better last year. You know, uh, it's it's extraordinary. It's truly extraordinary what we're watching right now. And I'm just fortunate enough that I get to watch that occur in front of me 82 nights a year. Yeah, well, fun hearing it. Loved hearing the call as you were coming on, and uh, appreciate you taking the time. Uh, we will. The Mosley family will be in the arena for the Pelicans game coming up okay. i believe that's january 7th so that was yeah, a, a a week a, uh, a week from saturday night okay that was a gift for my daughter and let's hope zion is in uniform and luca is doing his thing and uh we will uh, i'll wave at you from wherever i end up in the arena okay please do take care All happy right. new year thank you chuck same to you chuck cooperstein the voice of the dallas mavericks joining the matt mosley show dismount is next Happy New Year from the Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. 
And just like most of us, the Foundation Doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. There's always some new beers for you to try at Dancing Bear Pub. Since 2007, Dancing Bear Pub has featured a wide range of craft beers, poured in a relaxed watering hole setting that features a vintage wood bar and a large patio. 16 rotating drafts featuring craft beers, ciders, and seltzers, plus over 50 canned options. Thursday night, it's glass giveaway night. Buy the beer from the select brewery and keep the glass. Waco's home for craft beer, Dancing Bear Pub, 1117 Spade Avenue, Waco. Hashtag sip em beers. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and oh, Foundation Repair. Okay, I didn't know. Nobody said go. Tom gave me the nod. Oh, Tom nodded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, didn't hear you nod, Tom. <laughs> but you can nod your head yes to us when we give you a free estimate for foundation repair. What if I don't see them? Well, we can send somebody else. I'm they, fired. They can say yes. Fired. I'm done. Get it taken care of. So give us a call. We'll go play with my polar bear. 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com. That's me. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. It's happening now. The year-end inventory sale at Lone Star Structures. Prices have been slashed on in-stock storage sheds, greenhouses, kids' playhouses, chicken tractors, porch swings, picnic tables, and gliders. Conveniently shop their inventory online 24-7 at LoneStarStructures.com or visit their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or on Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. 
ask about their rent-to-own options for select items. Lone Star Structures is family-owned and operated and has been building top-notch storage sheds since 1997. They have earned a solid reputation for good old-fashioned workmanship and professional service. Visit LoneStarStructures.com or call Lone Star Structures today at 254-773-5400. Hurry in, sell in soon. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Mavericks storm back while Lucas sets an NBA record 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists to beat the Knicks in overtime at the AAC 126 121. Mavericks have the night off before hosting the Rockets tomorrow night. Dallas Stars beat Nashville 3-2. Big 12 is 0-2 in bowl games. Wisconsin beat Oklahoma State 24-17. Big 12 has two more games today. UCF and Duke started off today in the Military Bowl. Kansas at Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl. Oregon and North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl. And the nightcap Texas Tech and Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. One final tune-up for the Baylor Bears before conference play tonight, hosting Nickel State at 7 o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Odd is the dismount. We got to say good night. A couple more days left in our broadcasting week, and then it'll be on to 2023, and we'll be back the uh, following Tuesday after having a holiday on uh, on Monday. Um, I did want to share with you some news, for uh, Cowboys news, or Cowboys-related news. Cowboys headed to Nashville, flew out today, and uh, getting ready for a big matchup against the Titans tomorrow. The Titans running back, Derrick Henry, you know, the massive running back from the Titans who's been so effective over the last several years, is listed as doubtful to play Thursday against the Cowboys. In addition to listing running back Derrick Henry as doubtful for Thursday, these players have also been ruled out by the uh, Titans. Ryan Tannehill, defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons, tackle Nicholas Petit Freire, safety Imani Hooker, outside linebacker Bud Dupree, linebacker Zach Cunningham, linebacker Dylan Cole, defensive back Josh Thompson, that sounds like a guy who used to play at University of Texas, perhaps. So, Aaron, it's this is going to be kind of a I, I, you got to watch though the old wounded tiger theory. Uh, watch out for a team when it's cornered like this and missing a lot of players. Now, Cowboys will uh, we'll have to see. Uh, Pollard was missing some practice this week, and we'll have to look and see. You know, if they get him now, they could certainly afford to rest some players. But um, it'll be interesting. Micah Parsons and Tony Pollard are listed as questionable for tomorrow's game against the Titans. Leighton Vanderish has been ruled out of this game, just so you know. And then uh, Noah Brown is uh, he's fine. 
he's had a little injury, but he's been able to, to play through it. And then um, um, I brought you the news on everybody. Layton's been ruled out, and Curse was a full go uh, today. They did a little practice before they got on the charter, and that's what that's about. Uh, that lets you know whether they were full or limited or whatever. And uh, also, Dorrance Armstrong did not practice because of a, a personal issue, but he's uh, believed that he'll, he'll play. All right, everybody have a tremendous evening. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Razorbacks up 31-7 over Kansas. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, two 